Hello, and welcome to Glass Onion Minute. Uh, my name is Ryan Murphy. Uh, I'm your host for this week, and I'm here with my guest for this week, Eric Harzer. Hi, Eric. Heidi. Heidi ho. <laughs> Today we're talking about minute number seven or sixty-seven of Glass Onion. That goes from one minute or one hour six minutes and zero seconds to one hour six minutes and fifty-nine seconds. Uh, we start off where we left off at the last minute. With Miles saying not today before immediately <laughs> bolting from his weird museum room. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, Mr. What Brown. What is happening? Bells, just everybody, just stay here. And then uh, the rest of the minute, we're just sort of uh, we're not we don't have a lot of dialogue. We're just sort of in the tension of uh, the lights having gone out and no one's really sure what's going on. So, yeah, I guess yeah. your general impressions on this minute. Aha! Here's my phone! This is a minute just filled with a lot of, like, classic filmmaking techniques. Yeah. Just tracking characters as they get from one place to another and just using lighting and using the, like, great set design to really just, like, immerse you in, in the situation. Yeah, I mean, the the lighting was the thing that jumped out to me about this minute, I think, just because, you know, we're, it's sort of lit, uh, you know, we're still getting the lighthouse effect with uh, the light coming and going through every scene. But the way, mm -hmm. like, I think it's uh, Birdie J, the way Kate Hudson just sort of like melts into the darkness. And mm -hmm. then you have that for the rest of this minute where we're just like, no, we see someone appear. We, uh, you know, we get a a reveal that Andy was pretty close to Miles uh, later in this minute. Okay. Um, so yeah, I guess what are your thoughts, uh, just in terms of how all this is is setting up what what is coming in the next couple of minutes? Yeah, it, it's really good getting characters from one place to another. Like, there's a great shot of like miles coming into frame and then he sees as the as the lighthouse light kind of casts shadows sees a figure that he goes to chase now i'm, I'm not sure what figure he's chasing there whether that's andy yeah or who yeah okay that that's andy then because then i guess later on she's like standing behind the the wall there it, it, it's just a really well timed out and like constructed yeah, uh, scene here. I mean, the yeah. way that, you know, uh, that that scene, uh, that bit of the scene where, uh, you know, we just have Edward Norton uh, as Miles being freaked out by a running shadow. Like, it, mm -hmm. there, there's not a lot that is, uh, you know, as we've mentioned, this is not the most well-lit part of the movie. Uh, actually, no. I take that back. It is on purpose. Yeah, well lit, it's very well lit. But it's not. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> so right, uh, right. So yeah, I, I guess the um, the way that they're doing so much with you know comparatively little uh, is is really impressive. Uh, so mm -hmm. yeah, we we see Claire running through. I uh, did catch a mistake that I made on the last episode. Uh, it is Peg who is looking for her phone for the flashlight. Peg, yeah. Uh, which mm -hmm. that makes yep, sense. Yep. Uh, Birdie is distressed, so of course Peg is, you know, trying to figure out a way to stop Birdie from being distressed <laughs> before she does something. Uh, Birdie, that, that's that's Peg's entire yeah. role is to is to somehow get her less distressed, less uh, like doing terrible right, things. Yeah. yeah. So uh, she does eventually uh, 
find it and we see just sort of this horror movie, uh, you know, pull back on, you know, Miles and and the reveal of Andy. Yeah, I don't know. This is this is very. Even the painting that appears behind uh, Claire as she's walking through first, it's it's shot from a very low angle, which I think is interesting mm-hmm. in terms of just the way this sort of feels kind of horror ish. Um, but also the painting she's in front of, I don't know what it is, but it looks disturbing uh, to me personally. So yeah. I, I do want to just call out the, the one moment uh, Benoit Blanc saying Hills Bills <laughs> is, is so great. They find such a phenomenal phrases for Daniel Craig to say, and he's, he just nails every yeah, single Anytime time. they can get uh, Benoit Blanc saying some sort of folksy, uh, <laughs> like just <laughs> exasperated expression, I think is always great. He's he's got everyone. Everyone tries to do a Daniel Craig right, doing yeah. uh, Benoit Blanc, and no one quite pulls it off. Yeah, like he, can. which is it's funny because it you know it is kind of just a modified Foghorn Lakehorn uh, that he's doing. So <laughs> yes. it's yeah. To I I thought about trying it for a second. I will not <laughs> because that is not going to go yeah. well. Yeah. But yeah, so we're mm-hmm. we're just sort of in this uh this chaos that's unfolding at this uh at this party. I guess what are your thoughts in terms of what like I understand why Miles is running. What are your thoughts on why right. like why is Claire running through the through the mansion? Uh why is, you know, all all of these people I- are running all over the place suddenly? I think the one thing I lose in this movie a little bit is there's maybe one or two too many characters for me to like perfectly track what everyone's uh, and that's part probably part of it is it is a murder mystery so you need some chaff you need some like some people who didn't do it but are are possible suspects to be thrown into so like you have to ask why is she running so that you can think yeah, oh yeah. maybe she's she's up to no good. So it, I, I'm not entirely sure why many of these very innocent characters would. I mean, they're innocent insofar as they didn't right. commit this crime, but they're not innocent insofar as they're not good people. But uh, yeah, why some of those people would leave or start to run away, I'm not entirely sure. Probably they're all just snooping, all just trying to find some piece of evidence. They're all kind of out for their own, their own goods. So maybe they're they're trying to figure out uh, what's all behind yeah, this. Yeah, I mean. It- especially with, I mean, I guess to an extent there is, uh, you know, Miles has just run off seemingly in response to whiskey running into the room with the spear gun. I could see that genuine, generally mm-hmm. just freaking people out and yeah, get out of danger. Of yeah. it, if someone ran into uh, any room that I'm in with a spear gun, <laughs> I'm probably just going to, I would be yeah, lying yeah, exactly. right to the exit. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Um, I mean, not a lot of uh, dialogue except for, you know, Benoit Blanc trying to get everyone to stay still, don't move, which no one listens to. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, we've still got Claire who, I mean, just like thinking about this from her perspective, you know, even just like, you know, if you're thinking of this only in ways that matter to Claire, like things have mm-hmm. just degraded so rapidly, like, she mentions in uh you know a previous scene that you know she is a she's a governor i believe and uh she's mm-hmm. 
thinking about the headlines for, you know, she's at this this idyllic island in the middle of COVID and this yeah. men's rights YouTuber has just died. And now there's like <laughs> something going on with like maybe there's a, a killer on the loose or something. It just it seems very mm-hmm. this doesn't seem ideal from for anyone. I think they don't yet know how yeah. trapped they are at this location, so it's probably just try to get to an exit or as as far away from yeah. the problem as possible, not be someone who's being accused of murder or like even right. considered to be possible yeah. murderer. So, yeah. so yeah, I mean, uh, is there anything else you'd like to say about this minute? Uh, just very fine filmmaking. It, it's hard to talk about like a functional where it's like it's just characters going from one place to another it's just very finely shot the play with shadows is very nice the like revealing characters in different spaces is very well done so it's just a very finely tuned minute and a movie that needs to functionally get characters to play so and you know it's it's even these uh sort of shorter functional minutes uh they are so well done uh i mean i get yeah, and like you can screw up a, a a a piece of filmmaking like this, and you just have no idea who's where, why they're where, and you just end up confused. And it, it's very clearly signposted yeah. who's who's doing that. And I I just you know looking back through this minute, the shot of Miles slowly backing up down the hallway, and there's just enough light to reveal that Andy's there. Like yeah, and this movie is good. And he's like coming out of shadow. Like, yeah, yeah. Just so. All right. Well, uh, I think that that wraps us up for minute number 67. Uh, so, yeah. Anything you would like to to plug for this minute? Sure. Um, you can find me on Twitter at T-Z-A-R-R-E-V-A-N. Are there no uh, uh, questions or uh... Tuesday? We don't have one, but. Uh... Ah, yeah, OK. I mean, is all, there right, all right. Anything else you'd like to say about, uh, I guess, this this minute or uh, not this minute, but the movie or um, I guess just actually there isn't. Yeah. I'm interested maybe like at this point in the movie, what was my like suspicions as to who did it? Um, I definitely suspected a couple of the characters at this point. it's it's hard to not just put your finger right on miles because he's so creepy and creeping around at this moment of the movie there is i i guess what are your thoughts on um i don't know just like andy was there any point at which you thought andy was a potential suspect here um no not really I, i think she she's she's so aloof and so like playing and i i love that the the last half of this or second half of this movie kind of shows you her perspective through all the scenes we saw in the first half of the movie uh but there's kind of so little interaction that it's too suspicious or too like i I don't know it's too over the line of i don't actually know anything about her at that it is so yeah there's just a lot going on i i yeah i Recall being in the theater and just at this point being just kind of confused, uh, not in a bad way, but like 
there's just a <laughs> yeah. lot going on. Um, I guess. Uh, yeah, just waiting for the next pin to so drop and be like, oh, okay, that that's where we, we're going. Uh, we used in knives out minute. I'm going to bring it back for glass onion minute. Um, what is your, uh, I guess, right. experience or references with uh, murder mysteries in general, uh, movies, books? Uh, yeah. What is your not a whole lot like it feels like some somehow as like a, a person who uh inhabits the culture you kind yeah. of get a lot of these things secondhand somehow so like just the idea of the closed door mystery somehow just like seeps into the background radiation of of living so like even though i've never seen like murder on the orient express before the remake movie that kenneth Branagh did like yeah. i kind of knew that whole deal so, like Agatha Christie, just I guess. I mean, that is kind of the, that is everywhere. the challenge uh, with this as well. You know, you're you're making a movie mm -hmm. in sort of a a very Agatha Christie inspired uh, way. So, you know, it is kind of Mold, interesting yeah. the balance mm -hmm. between uh, what we've talked about uh, in these last two minutes of using these sort of old movie tropes. Uh, the the shadows, uh, people moving around, uh, Kate Hudson screaming, while keeping it fresh, and you know having this be something that mm -hmm. at this point of the movie we are still genuinely not sure who did what, what's going on. We know that Duke is dead. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and it's but it's also like using those like old murder mystery tropes while filling it with characters that are very relevant to uh, our lives today, or at least like the the movers and shakers yeah. behind I the do, media uh, of our lives actually, today. Basically, in, uh, sort of reviewing this minute, I do appreciate that Lionel is just not he's he's listening to Benoit Blanc. He's staying in the room. He's not running around. Mm -hmm. I would be a Lionel. <laughs> I'm going to listen to the authority figure yeah, who's like, exactly. we got to, we got to figure uh, out. All right. <laughs> so I think that, that, uh, does it for minute number 67. Yeah. You can find me on Twitter at T Z A R R E V A N. Uh, and you can find glass onion minute on Twitter at glass onion minute while there is still a Twitter. Uh, so, uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, <laughs> if you could take a moment to rate and review us on your podcasting service of choice, uh, we would greatly appreciate it. Uh, thank you very much for joining me on today's episode, Eric. And we will be back tomorrow. Thank with you very much. Last Onion.